Well, hi, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is 3K12 Education Talk Radio. On April 13th, it's a Thursday, 2023. Thank you for being with us today, or maybe you're listening on the archives. You know a lot of people do that, and we do archive everything over at ace-ed.org under a podcast link. That's the whole website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. And a terrific new issue of our online journal, Equity and Access, is over there right now. Just click on the cover. You'll see it's it's terrific. There's a lot of things going on in education. So a lot of them great and a lot of them not so great. And this book banning thing, et cetera, and making sure kids have accessible materials for all learning. Okay, we have a nice topic on that as a cover story, et cetera. So please go over, check it out. Everything we do over there at ace-ed.org, which is the home website of our consortium for equity in K-12 education, is free. So please don't be shy. Go over, check it out. If you want to subscribe to the magazine, you can. We'll send you the link every time it comes out, which is every other month. Okay, so see what we do over there, and you'll enjoy today's podcast. And I've got returning guest, Quentin Shepherd. I'm anxious to have Quentin back on again. He's the superintendent over in uh, Victoria, Texas. We'll talk about the books he's written and what he's doing these days. And he's a special guest of my good friends over at Gaggle. At gaggle.net, Jody Lott is here, who's their director of sales at Gaggle, and we're going to talk about creating and fostering a positive and supportive environment for all students, all teachers, okay? And this matters these days. You won't know what's going on with student mental health, suicide rates, etc. <coughs> Excuse me. So without further ado, ladies first, Jody, it's Larry here. Good morning, Jody Lott. Good Good morning, Larry. It's nice to chat with you this morning. Thanks nice for having us. Uh, my pleasure, believe me. And let me just say, Jody is the uh, Director of Sales at Gaggle, but she is also a member, this is important in light of what we're talking about today, of the Connecticut Suicide Advisory Board. I have a feeling that's uh, that's a – well, tell us about that group. What, what does that group do? Jody. Yeah, no, it's it, – it, it, thank you for the opportunity. It's it's a great yeah, group of folks. I think that in Connecticut, you know, they're really sort of leading leading the way in suicide prevention. Um, and this particular group brings in members from all different uh, communities, right, and all different walks. So there's some corporate members. There's um, some folks from all different committees, um, foundations, um, and it's really great to just bridge the gaps and really connect the dots with all the people doing this amazing work in the state. So we all learn yeah. a lot from each other. Yeah, I hope so. And you do everything you can. And we're going to talk about how Gaggle, why that fits in with what your job is as director of sales at Gaggle. Okay. But before we do that, let me get, let me reintroduce the one, the only superintendent of Victoria <laughs> Independent ISD Good School District and returning here, <laughs> Quentin Shepard. Good morning, Quentin. Welcome back, my friend. Good good morning, sir. How are you? <laughs> I am fine, as a matter of fact. Now, tell us quickly about Victoria uh, ISD, which is a darn good Victoria. district down in Texas, which you have led, so go ahead. Yeah, I've, I've uh, been here in Victoria for uh, five years now. This is uh, 18 years total as a superintendent in uh, three different states, but things in Victoria are Good. I just uh, delivered my State of the District address yesterday for our Chamber of Commerce, and I got to brag about some amazing student achievement that we have here, uh, graduation rates that exceed the state averages, 
um, just some really cool points of pride for us. We've, we've just made some remarkable improvements really through the pandemic. We, we were one of the, I think I could say, few school districts uh, maybe around the country that were able to show some really remarkable gains, especially for students who traditionally struggle through school, uh, either academic-wise or, or mental health-wise. We, we just used the uh, pandemic as an opportunity to give those kids all the love and support that we could give them. And um, not only are they, you know, doing better uh, behaviorally and, uh, and in some of those ways, but it's really sh starting to show now academically in, in ways that are wow. inspiring, inspiring. That, 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 that's what this is all about. All the things we do support the kids, and then it supports them academically. That's the, that's the bottom okay. line of this thing. Okay, their health, et cetera, right. and congratulations doing so well over the, over the pandemic. And before I go back to Jody, okay, t just tell us where Victoria is. Most people do not know. And also just a little sure. bit about the demographics of the district. Yeah, you bet. Uh, so Victoria is right on the Gulf Coast, and it's about halfway between Houston and Corpus Christi. Um, and so the demographics of the district, we are uh, over 70% low income. We're 65% Hispanic uh, and uh, a community that's, that's fairly stable. We don't uh, – much of Texas yeah, is seeing remember. a pretty substantial increase in student enrollment. We're, we're pretty steady. We don't have a lot of growth. We're not losing a lot of kids. If folks come to Victoria and they stay in Victoria. And was it you, Quentin? I remember our other podcast we did a few months ago. When you, the superintendent was telling me that you're recruiting some teachers from Mexico, yeah, but you have a heavy Latino <laughs> population. Was that you who told me that? Yeah, you, you've got to yeah. check out our website for all of our efforts. It's it is amazing some of our the ways that we're trying to work through the teacher shortage uh, issue. Yeah. So yeah. I'll just brag, brag about a couple of our efforts. Yeah, we launched a we launched a Absolutely. We launched a P-TECH education program for high school students. So this is for a middle school student who thinks they might have a future in education. We've carved out a pathway through high school so that those kiddos will pay for their associate's degree. They'll, they'll essentially earn an yeah, associate's right. degree on the day they graduate yeah. and then guaranteed acceptance into a university program that we will also help pay for them. And then our goal is to get them to come back and be teachers for us. We've seen here, a 1,200% 1200, increase in the number of kids in our education and P-TECH programming. That's how, that's how many, like, that's what growth we've seen just from high school kids that want to be future educators. We launched a, a, a grant program. We wrote a grant for paraprofessionals, and we said, we'll pay for your education. You already come to school and love on kids anyway. You know who our kids are. You know who our communities are. We'll pay for your education and get you uh, a degree so that you can teach. We've had wow. uh, about 50, 50 paraprofessionals that wow. said that they want to sign up, and they're going to be teachers wow. for us during the next year. Now, that's going to leave me short on parapros, <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Probably our, our hallmark program is, uh, is what you mentioned. We actually went down and forged a partnership in Mexico with the university that uh, certifies the most teachers in the country of Mexico, and they came up, some of their professors came up to Victoria, spent a, a week with us and studied our curriculum, and so now they have a strand at their university called Learning to Teach in Victoria, Texas, and our goal is J-1 visas for the folks who graduate that program, and we'll bring them up here for three years on a rotating cycle, and uh, when they did their first meeting here a few months ago to see how many people were interested, they had well over 100 people in the room. Wow. 
uh, who are interested in becoming teachers in Victoria, Texas. So we're, we're super stoked about that. And we have two other countries that are interested in doing something similar with us. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, Jody, did you know all yeah. of this stuff? Joe, Jody, did you know all of this stuff? <laughs> you know, I didn't. And half off, I mean, he's doing such a what? great job, Dr. Shepard. I mean, yeah. he's really an inspiration to, and a lighthouse for other superintendents to really kind of exactly. overcome some of these challenges that we're seeing everywhere. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Thank you. But, but we yeah, you kind of respect that from Dr. Shepard. <laughs> Right. It's great stuff. And by the way, you want this won't surprise anybody. Quentin wrote a book, okay, The Secret to Transformational Leadership. The Secret yeah. to Transformational yeah. Leadership, Quentin Shepard. And you can buy that book, I assume, on Amazon and everywhere. But now you see what he's done down there. Good job, man. I really appreciate this. Okay. All the work Thank you're doing, you. all the good words you're putting out there. I, I, think, I think it's just great. Um, Jody, I want to talk about Gaggle. Okay, your company, yeah. because I want to put this into perspective in terms of what we're talking about today, because, we, and I'll just start it off here. We need data to make sure that kids and teachers are okay, and we need a way to monitor that, and we need a way to do something afterwards, and, and we need help, okay? And that's part of what the success of, of Victoria is about, Okay. They, 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 they know what's going on down there, Victoria, Texas. Okay, Jody, put my comment into all about Gaggle. Go ahead, gaggle.net, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. And, you know, Gaggle's been around for a while, right? We've been around since 1998. Uh, Jeff Patterson started the company. Um, and, and though our products have grown and evolved over time, that mission has always been the same, and that is the safety and well-being of students. Um, and, and that does plug into what we're talking about today. Um, yeah. And today, you know, we do that. In, go ahead. No, you got, we, we do that in three you. ways ahead. today. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, so gaggle safety management is is something that a lot of people have heard about, right? And that's I think what Dr. Shepard will talk a little bit about too. Um, and what what we do uh, there is using technology and human review to help K twelve leaders, students who might be in crisis, right? And so that's that data piece that you're talking about. Yeah. And I'll just go on to say that, you know, probably five or six years ago, um, Jeff Patterson was hearing from some of the K-12 leaders and saying, you know, listen, we understand that, that students are in crisis, and, but we need help, right? We need help kind of overcoming that. And so now there's two other ways that Gaggle is helping K-12 leaders, um, and that is through Gaggle therapy and coaching, which pairs students and even staff members with licensed mental health providers for weekly teletherapy services. And then the latest edition is called Reach Out. And that's, that's where we've partnered with AWS to create a crisis hotline for students and, and, and those in the school community. So, so those are the three ways we're really sort of helping K-12 districts today. And what are you doing in particular, if I may, you probably do know this, with, with Victoria ISD? How are they using it? Yeah. So, yeah, so, so you all are using our Gaggle Safety Management Program, right? And so that's really helping to identify uh, students who, who may be in crisis. But really, I mean, we know that before a child gets to, you know, a point of crisis, and I'll just say that, you know, gun violence and, and suicide are the two predominant, you know, uh, topics when we talk about student safety. There are so many things that happen in a child's life before they get to a point of wanting to take their own or someone else's life. Oh. And really that's where Gaggle sees 
you know, has sees so much impact, right? When we're able to get um, information so that they can impact and affect change before a child gets to that point. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we're talking about today, right, is, is positively affecting change for students. Absolutely. And, how, and, and again, I'll say it this way, how do we monitor that to make sure we're not, we're not missing anything? And, and now I'm going to go back to Superintendent Shepard, okay? Quinn, yeah. the school, a sales rep comes in, they're from gaggle.net, okay? Talk to me what happens next, okay? Because what, to me, what they do is incredibly important these days, and we all know the suicide, I can't hate using the word all the time, okay? The suicide yeah. rate is up, okay, which is, to me, unbelievable. I mean, kids, I just hate, hate it, okay? And mental yeah. health situations, if I may, less than suicide. It's also up. It's yeah. a stressful time, and you had. And by the way, I want to say you had good success, okay, yeah. down there. Yeah. But I, 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 and let me just make a point. Your kids are aware of the world, and uh, something horrible happened in Texas a couple of years ago in Uvalde, okay, that terrible yeah. massacre. I don't thank God it didn't happen anywhere near you, okay. But, but that 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 runs over. I mean, it happened to kids like them in another Texas town. That has to affect everyone, or affected everyone across the country, but it affects us particularly in a Latino community, I would assume, in Texas. Okay? For sure. And, For sure. Yeah, and just talk about, you know, the effects of all this and how you're using Gaggle to, to monitor all this and keep your kids safe. And I might add, keep your educators safe and, and satisfied in their job. It's tough out there. Yeah, it is for sure, and 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 you nailed it. I think the the only thing I would I would change about how you prefaced uh, prefaced my response here is that we actually were not approached by a gaggle representative uh, first. We were ah. aggressively out talking uh, to folks and seeing there what products go. were out there that would, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's part of being proactive about. Um, wellness and student health and so on and so forth. And we recognized very, very early on in the pandemic within the first couple of months that um, especially kids who may not have the levels of support at home that other students might have, uh, that they were likely going to struggle and struggle mightily. And so we went out and um, did a couple of things, really important things. One of them was uh, bringing on Gaggle as a partner, and I'd known about them for years, and actually had been uh, had had been with Gaggle in a previous district of mine, so I knew them well and 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 knew what they did and and how they did it. And for us, it was um, not so much not so much monitoring, I would say, as it was providing a safety net. Like we take the approach and the stance that most parents and caregivers are as actively involved as they can possibly be with their kids. And we always start mm-hmm. with that, you know, assume, assume positive intent. However, there are some kids who just don't have that level of support at home, and, and we're well aware of that as well. And so this safety net was, was sort of dropped into place to recognize that, you know, those kids um, are going to struggle from time to time. And oftentimes where that struggling uh, shows up would be on an online platform, uh, specifically because we were in the midst of a pandemic. And a lot of kids yeah. were at home and online and using Teams uh, and obviously Teams chat and so on and so forth and the school email. And uh, so we made sure that our Gaggle system was robust and, um, like I said, acting as that safety net for our kids so that if we did see any of that behavior, uh, any of those comments or 
uh, key phrases come up that we could intervene. And it was within, uh, within probably hours of implementing Gaggle that we started to get hits, and certainly within days. Wow. And wow. In, the first, oh. in the first few weeks, dozens and dozens and dozens of interventions. But the good news is kids became aware that, oh, the, the adults are looking after us. The adults are, are watching That's us good. and they care about us. And so we saw a lot of it uh, decrease after that, a precipitous decline. Really? Uh, in, that, in that sort of uh, – mm-hmm. yeah. And it was um, – and that was really important. Wow. And I think the other thing that we did apart from Gaggle that was, a, that was really a game changer for our kids and for our community is we made a commitment that we were going to carve out the funding in our own budget. We were going to cut wherever we had to cut so that we could hire uh, what we call a social emotional behavior specialist, SEBS, uh, at every single one of our campuses, every elementary, every middle school, and every high school. And these folks were coming on board with the sole purpose of looking after the mental health of our students and our staff to, to whatever degree they could and to help out with family, uh, family supports uh, where, where those were needed. And I think that, you know, between Gaggle and our, our SEBS, uh, it just made a world of difference for our kids and for our, and for our community. Well, it, it did without question. I really admire that. I was, I was going to actually ask you what happens when the alarm goes off and you sort of man- mentioned it by bringing in these specialists. Okay, and I want to talk about yeah. staffing for mental health and all that. That was great. But the, the one thing, I want to go back to Jody for a second. Jody, Quentin was talking about how, you know, alarms started to go off almost instantaneously, let's say within a day of, in, of instituting a gaggle in there. Okay, what, what is it actually looking at? What is gaggle actually measuring? What would cause an alarm to go off? Jody. Yeah. Yeah, so Gaggle is reviewing the content that is moving through a district's online learning online learning system or online learning community. So think Google or Microsoft, and Victoria is using, correct me if I'm wrong, but 0365, right? And so any of the student-generated content that's moving through that environment, Gaggle is reviewing that in real time. Um, and, and in identifying just those things, right, like cyberbullying or or um, harassment, um, explicit content, you know, if somebody is taking a selfie of themselves without clothes on and, and sending it to their friends, yeah. things like that, in addition to suicide and, and other concerning topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm curious about that. I, I just want to delve into that a little further. It's it's what's going on in the school um, a network school communications. Help me phrase that better. Probably, uh, is it? Is it? Yeah, e- what, yeah. yeah. Is it email? I'm just trying to ascertain what's actually finding. You know, what does a kid do right. that would pop out on, on, a, on a school network? I don't know how to ask that any better, but you can help me do that. <laughs> no, no worries. It, it, so it would be anything that is emailed or any of those applications that roll up into uh, a Google or a Microsoft Drive or OneDrive space, right? So these are school-issued tools. So when a child comes into the district, either as a kindergartner or they transfer in, issue um, an account, usually Google or Microsoft or some other kind of uh, uh, learning tool. Um, and then what happens there is the schools are responsible for those environments, right, and keeping children safe in those environments. And that's what Gaggle's looking at. So we're not out looking at personal emails or, or text messages or, you know, social media, anything like yeah. that. Just what the school is responsible for. It, 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 
you just brought up a, a very important point, Quentin. Uh, you've been you've been around. I hate to say this to you, but you've been around a long time. You were a music teacher at the beginning, and eighteen years as a superintendent, and we don't have to go into that. Okay, <laughs> but it's a, it's a long yeah. time, and I'm, I'm just yeah. curious. You know, starting as a music teacher, etc. Right? Did you? And I'm always amazed at this because I was a teacher though many 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 years ago. Did you ever think school schools would be monitoring this type of thing? Okay, look how it all has changed and how we have to stay on top of this. And especially in this crazy world we live in these days, God who knew what was coming down the pike way back when. But what's what's the attitude as you work with your teachers and all that? I mean, this is uh, all this stuff, which is so necessary, is hard to swallow these days. And everybody has to know the district is supporting them. Okay, you know, it's easy to say, I quit, I'll go work at a shoe store. You know, it's easy. It's easy to say that. Yeah. By the way, don't do that, anybody. But my point is, <laughs> yeah, you know what, what's going on? Yeah, just from your attitude yeah. about it's, all this. It's 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 a great question. If if I'm very honest with myself, if I think back to my early years as a teacher, my early years as a principal, or my early years as a superintendent, no, I never really dreamt that we would be in an environment that we're in today with the amount of techn- technological prowess that we have. Uh, at our fingertips, it's just yeah. uh, you know we can all we can all pretend like we could you know think back and say oh I saw it coming no we didn't we're just full of it we're yeah. lying to ourselves we didn't see it coming it's evolved and, but I tell you the one thing that has not evolved from the onset of my career is the belief that kids should be safe on campus like period full stop kids should be safe and we can define safe as broadly. Uh, or or as discreetly as we want to, but the fact of the matter is we have an obligation to keep kids safe on our campuses. And when we extended the learning environment beyond the physical, you know, classroom itself and started to introduce technology, it it blurred the lines a little bit, right? Because the kids bring devices from home, they have their cell phones with them and so on and so forth. But the schoolhouse gate, um, as Jody kind of indicated, we have a responsibility. Yeah for what happened yeah. in the online learning platform. That has not changed. My commitment to keeping kids safe is every bit as strong as it was when I started uh, my career. And so I think oh, sure. when we look at, at, the, at the rapid uh, evolution of technology, and, and let's just stop and recognize that, that for kids who are in kindergarten right now, this is the most archaic technology they will ever, they will ever <laughs> work with for their entire lives. It only gets better from here. It only gets more complicated from here. So I think we have to be on a commitment that we're going to rapidly evolve and recognize that we probably can't even imagine how different it's going to be 10 years from now. But when that time comes, we're just going to all stay committed that we're going to keep our kids safe. We're going to make sure that, you know, learning environments are are places where kids feel they can be themselves, they can find their genius, they can be their best self. Um, I think those, those, that's what really should keep us grounded. It, it really has to. And, you know, what you just said about technology, uh, you know, there's a lot of social emotional needs out there right now. Let me say it that way. And the yeah. number of professional staff, guidance counselors, school counselors, guidance counselors, whatever you want to call them. OK, uh, you know, school psychologists, et cetera. That's not as, as robust as it used to be. OK, and we yeah. absolutely, OK, need to use. And you were right about this, Quentin, te- technology to help us, 
Okay, it just did a yeah. show a couple of days ago about, uh, you know, AI and the impact of AI. And you can look at it as something bad or the kids are going to cheat on tests. But in reality, we can use it for good. Okay, we just have to change the way we look at it. Okay, and it's the same thing with this. We have to move with the times. Okay, and that's why it's so important for a product like Gaggle to be out there and keep changing. And I have to ask this, Quentin. What has been the effect of, and I'll ask you how long you've been using Gaggle, but what has been the effect and how did you explain its use, okay, to all the teachers? Okay, what, what, what do they see, the, the effect of Gaggle on your faculty, if I may? Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful question. I think the, the, when we, whenever we do anything, we, we gather uh, input either through a task force, uh, or we run crowdsourcing software to try to get a yeah. feeling for you know how how people are feeling feeling about different ideas or what have you. Uh, we did the same thing before we launched Gaggle. We we knew that this was something that we wanted to do, but I uh, I believe we sent out a we used Thought Exchange. We sent out a, an exchange uh, question for our parent community and teachers, and and basically mm. just said you know what thoughts and questions do you have about this tool? Well, that just informs us about what the fears might be or. Or some sure, areas that we can do a better job communicating, sure. yeah. communicating yeah. to them. Uh, absolutely. So we did all of that, and that helps. Um, that helps create ownership. Uh, f- folks feel like, oh, they are listening to my voice. They're asking my opinion about these these matters and this and this sort of thing. And what we learned from that is the teachers were supportive. Like for the most part, they had some questions, and parents were too. They they may have had a few questions, questions that we could answer, and, and questions that we had an obligation to answer. Uh, but but for the most part, folks were like, yeah, we 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 absolutely want to keep our kids, we want to keep our kids safe. One of the things that I've done in in two different communities now, I didn't do it in my first two superintendencies, but I've done it in my last two superintendencies, is pretty early on in my in my tenure with the district, I will go out and I will specifically crowdsource with as many parents who want to come into a room with me, and I will say, when it comes to keeping your children safe, what things do you want me to focus on? And then we take every single idea they have. And as you might imagine, when you put a bunch of parents and community members in a room, they talk about um, safety glass, hardened doors, reinforced entryways, uh, school resource officers, fences, gates, on and on and on, physical, physical infrastructure, uh, uh, video monitoring systems, what have you. And then I do something really interesting. I bring a bunch of middle and high school kids into a room, and I ask them the exact same question, exactly worded, exactly the same way. When it comes to keeping our students safe, what would you have me focus on? And you know what they say uniformly? Mental health, well-being. Really? Help me learn, you know, coping skills for stress. Wow. That's what they think of when we say safety. And so my job as a superintendent is to go back to the community then and say, isn't this interesting? Let's have a conversation about this because I think this matters. And that helps for conversations like should we be involving gaggle? Should we be involving mental health services? Should we be involving counseling services more? Should we be hiring SEBs, for instance? Because when we look at the voice of our kids and they're saying this is the single most important thing in my life when it comes to safety, well, then maybe we should pay attention to that. That might yeah. actually matter. And it does matter. It does matter. And the voice of the student uh, should be very loud and well heard, i got to tell you. All right? It's unbelievable. Yeah. i, I got to ask, as we wind down kind of, Jody, what, what do you – you know, you were able to see not just Victoria, but thousands of school districts 
you can apply a lot of data over at Gaggle. What do you see as the trends right now with student mental health, student well-being, et cetera? Yeah, you know, we, we do actually. And every year we sort of take a, take a, you know, a picture of the landscape, right? And so yeah, I'll just yeah. tell you out of the 21-22 school year, so Gaggle is helping districts protect 5.8 million students across the country. So we do have a good sense of, of, of what's happening. Yeah, we, we actually filtered through 6.7 billion items. And, and the only reason I don't like to throw numbers wow. around because I think we get lost in some of the statistics and data that we hear, but I think it's important to, to recognize like just how giant that number is. That's how many you know, items filtered through the gaggle system. And we, we narrowed that down to 13,000. And I, I hate to use the word only, but only 13,000 items were, were an imminent threat of some kind that resulted in a phone call to the district. And the only reason I bring up that huge number and then the smaller number is really so that folks can kind of understand how gaggle serves as a, an extension of a district team, right? So if you're spending a lot of time looking for needles in a haystack, you're not spending time on the things that matter, which is your students, right? And so Gaggle's really there to, to do just that, to find those, to elevate and unearth those incidents that really require attention. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, we do, we, we're out, and, and I travel nationally with Gaggle, and so I, I do, I talk to a lot of administrators, and the theme that has come up recently and I think, you know, Quentin, you really hit on this, and that is that you know, students are digital natives, and, and kindergartners yeah. are coming in, uh, and they have access to all of the same information that adults do. And so I think the trend mo that I'm hearing so much, you know, most commonly this year is really how early some of the behaviors are starting. So things that we used to see in high school are now we're seeing in middle and even elementary school. And so that, you know, that just tells wow. me there's a lot of room for us to, to affect change and to really children um, understand their digital footprint much earlier. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful technology, and it, but it, it's all, it's so, it's scary to me. Yeah, I'm an old guy, you know, but it's scary yeah. to me. And, and I, I just think, you know, we, we are so lucky to have products like this we are so happy to have people who care enough to buy products like this and use it all right because this is every my kids always make fun of me when i say it but it's true everything's changing everything's changing mm -hmm. and we have to keep up with this okay to protect these kids yeah. and when and quentin as you know this when when we protect them they learn the kids want to learn but that's what they want to focus on not not mental health right. they want to focus on learning and if we can clear the way That's for right. that, we can do it. You're doing a good job down there, Quinn, as you always do. Okay, it's great to have you on. <laughs> Come back you. anytime. I love having you here. Good stuff. You bet. You bet. Love you, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. It goes back to you, all right? Really, you're just doing a great job down there. They're lucky to have you, and you're lucky to have them. And Jody, keep it up. Go Keep selling those superintendents, okay? Sell them. Good stuff. <laughs> Thank okay? you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody heard it was Quentin who went after Gaggle, not vice versa. He knows how good it is, and he's one sharp superintendent. Thank you both very much. Have a good day. Love this. Thank Thanks. you. Honored to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. Wow, are they best or what? That's Quentin Shepard. Quentin. No, I'm saying Quentin. Quentin Shepard. 
Quinn is the uh, superintendent of Victoria ISD down in Texas, and he's the author of The Secret to Transformational Leadership, okay? And he is, what his book says, a transformational leader. And Gaggle.net, their director of sales is Jody Lott, okay? There's a lot going on out there. We've got to make sure we're on top of it. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. Everything we do about equity and access is free to all of you over there. Please check it out, including our magazine, Equity and Access. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Free K-12 Education Talk Radio. Thanks for listening.